and welcome to this episode of Hope in Struggle. My name is Mindy, and I'll be your host. In today's episode, I'm going to hit on a topic that we all feel from time to time, but I'm going to shed light on a new way to look at discontentment. Being content is a choice, guys, and we've just got to tap into the resources that every one of us has available. Why? Because they come from the creator of this world. Join me. In the book I'm reading for the third time, Prayer Warrior by Stormy O'Martin, she's got a whole section about resisting the evil one. Now, I don't know how you feel about the evil one. He's real. He's out there. He's lurking, ready to devour, as the Bible says. But what we don't have to worry about is him coming into our lives because of the truth of God. We can call upon God's word and we can resist the evil one. It says very clearly in the Bible that if we resist him, he will flee from us. This section in Prayer Warrior is all about resisting the enemy, resisting him from fear, resisting him by not giving up, resisting him by praying for miracles and keeping on praying and praying and praying, resisting him by refusing pride, rejecting pride, resisting him by always seeking, remembering, and reminding ourselves of the truth. Being content is very much like choosing joy. Joy is not like happiness. To me, happiness, I'm happy if I get to go out to eat. I'm happy if I got a new purse. I'm happy if I got my hair done at the dry bar, which by the way, I love the dry bar. All right, enough said. But joy comes from this deep-rooted place where nothing in this world should be able to shake it. Joy should come from a place of knowing who you are and whose you are. True joy and contentment should come from a place of a future knowledge, that future knowledge of where we're going, the future knowledge of where we're going to end up, the future knowledge of who is going to win. By resisting discontentment, not only can we become more dependent on God, but we can learn how to be content in every situation. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in the glory of Jesus Christ. Philippians 4.11, I have learned what it is to have little. I have learned what it is to have a lot. I know what it is to be content through Christ. Reading this particular part of the book, I mean, I've devoured this book. It's not an easy book that you can just read chapter, chapter, and okay, that was great. It's a section-by-section book. It's a underline and highlight and, oh my gosh, let me think and just ponder and meditate on what is written here. It's deep. It it brings you to a, a, like, like a big girl maturity with understanding God's Word and deeply reading and, and studying into God's Word, not just reading it, but literally studying it. God wants us to be in a place of more dependency on Him because we cannot go the places he wants us to go without him. He can't take us to those places without him. And being discontent starts to put a wedge between us. It starts to change our focus from God's hope, God's truth, what the future eventually will be, to all the things that aren't working in our lives, all the things that stink, all the things that are happening to you that you probably don't deserve, all the things that maybe you do deserve, I don't know. But discontentment is something that happens over time when 
I believe, when we are very, very selfish and when we're just looking around at like, why don't I have this? And, oh, great, here's another thing happening to me. Oh, great, here's this. I never win. I never win anything. This always happens to me. It's really easy to be negative. It's difficult to choose joy. It's difficult to choose happiness. It's difficult to be positive, but it's the right thing to do. It's easy to be negative. And that easy road is never going to be the road that God wants us to be on. Stormy L. Martin says that only in the transfer of our concerns to God will we experience the kind of peace that takes away all the discontentment. Transferring our worries to God, letting Him take our burden, starts to lighten us up and to realize that, you know what? God does have this. It may not feel like it at the moment, but God cannot lie. His word speaks the truth over and over again about our future and that he will never leave us or forsake us. Sharing some personal aspects of my life right now, it would be so easy for me, my sisters, my husband, and even my boys to be severely discontent. It would be so easy for us to look at all the things that aren't going right. It would be so easy for me to be upset at all the changes that have happened just in this year with my husband's cancer, with us really not knowing what's going on, with the trial that had a fantastically hopeful procedure that didn't work for him. And that's part of every trial. We knew that going into it. That, in addition to my mom being found unconscious in her house, being traked and in a coma for 18 days, now being moved out of a house she lived in for 46 years. She didn't want to leave, but she cannot be that far from us. She cannot be alone. She needs someone seeing her every day. And and that is an extreme burden. And, And it's a burden of love. Please don't get me wrong with that. But it is just one more thing that I've got to try to control and manage in addition to our family, Lee's cancer, our business. And I love our business, but it is 100% of our money, you guys. It's not like this little side gig. It's legit money. And as much as I love it, it's pretty much all in my hands as I am the perpetuator of new coaches and new business and doing these new programs. And my husband does help, don't get me wrong, but just add all those things up. Think about the stuff that you could be negative about in your life right now. I could so easily be discontent with the stress, how heavy this burden feels for me. It would be so easy for me to be so worried about my mom, which I'm concerned, but I'm not worried. It would be so easy for me just to think, I have no time for me. I have to do this and I have to do this. And oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But laying all my burdens down at God's feet, I'm reminded that he knows exactly what's going on. He is the one that's allowed this to happen in my life. And He knows the future. I know our ultimate future, but what I have to do as not only a Christian, but as someone who my deepest, deepest hope is in Christ, I have to choose contentment. And by the way, there are lots of little sunshines here in all this rain that I'm talking to you about. There are so many options that if I just take up on them that God's given me, options to do this podcast, options to release something I cannot wait to share with you. It's called your first hour of power. It's five things that if you do that every day before you get going, oh, Lord have mercy. You are going to be so fierce. You are going to be so on point. You're going to be able to let all of that negativity roll off your back. You are going to start every day ahead of the game instead of constantly trying to catch up. 
It is going to be that cool. So first hour of power, be on the lookout. I'll get you an email, girls. I'll get you an email. But the choice is at our feet. God has allowed all this in your life. God has allowed all this in our life for a reason. And it's not because we're being punished. It is because he has bigger ideas. He wants to take us a place we can't go without these things happening. He wants to take us somewhere that we would never end up without these struggles. You guys, he gives the struggles to grow us. He gives us struggles so that we will have nothing left but to seek him, transfer our concerns, our worries, and our ultimate hope in him. That's what he wants. One of my dear friends is going through a super hard time, a very draining, emotional, unfair, belittling, untrue, many untrue things with a divorce. And the thing I love about her so much is that her and I never have to mince words. She can immediately say, here's what I got lately, or here's what the latest is. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, in the name of Jesus, please, 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 Lord, let the truth be heard. Let the truth be in front of this. But I watch her as she works, as she is a mom, as her and I even have these conversations. And she, through this horrible thing that's happening to her, is choosing contentment. It's a choice. And I'm watching her go through this in awe, really in awe, because I think it would devastate so many unless we changed our mindset, unless we chose to give God our concerns, to put it all in his hands and to walk through this knowing somehow, some way, he's gonna make this all right. There's a word that you hear a lot in Christianity. It's called supplication. Supplication just means asking for something from God. It means almost asking more than just the thing from God. Supplication really means praying until the burden that's on your heart is released. And you guys, that could be a day, that could be years. Think of something right now, and you may have you may have nothing, but someone you know probably does. What is something they've prayed for for years? I have friends that have prayed for their husbands for years. I have girlfriends that have the book, Power of a Praying Wife by Stormy O. Martin, and that book is in shambles because they've used it and prayed and cried over it and prayed over it for so many years for their spouses, their children. We are to be in constant supplication, praying until the burden is released, released into God's hands, of course. But it's really interesting during this time, knowing that contentment is a choice, knowing that I can give all this to God or I can hold it in my hands, like, like with a white-knuckled grip, sweating and cussing and, and just being irritable and letting everyone else just feel the wrath of this thing I'm carrying, when my choice is to give it to who it truly belongs to in the first place, to give it back to the person who's allowed it in our lives, because he's the only one that can fix it. He's the only one that can truly give us those little spots of sunshine and what may be the worst time. Listen, God is so faithful. He has been so faithful to us through all of this. Because if you write it down on paper, you think, oh my gosh, you guys are going through so much. How are you dealing? Well, we deal because we have so much freaking fun. I mean, literally, we have so much fun. And you're thinking, well, how could you have fun when the outlook is grim? Well, all of our outlooks are grim. If you want to look at it like that, we're all going to die. We are at some point, some way, somehow, only God knows but we can choose to look at the fun in every day, to see the joy and pray that God will show us those little glimmers, that little silver lining in every day. It can be something as, as much as 
someone sending you a card, you getting to go do something fun, you getting to go to a friend's party, you getting to go to the dry bar. Okay, I'm done talking about the dry bar. Something really cool with your son, something really cool with your daughter, something as simple as you're looking out your window and you see something beautiful, a bird, a flower, a butterfly. If you ask for God to show you his glory every day, if you ask him, please, God, just please show me your glory today. I need to know that you're there. Show me something that only I would see the beauty in or only I would get. He will. He wants to meet you where you are, you guys. I have so many times, God, I just need a glimmer from you today. And typically he shows up in humor. He shows up in the funniest things. And I'm like, thank you, God, because every time I laugh, I feel younger, I feel better, I feel lightened. And that's just probably one of my love language things. But you can seek him too, you guys. But if you seek him, you're gonna find him. So we can't be in our room mad, disgruntled, thinking that everything's horrible, mad at everything. It's your obligation to pray. It's your obligation, even if you're not sure what you believe. Just say, God, I don't know that you're real. Open your hands and say, I need to know that you're real. I'm seeking you. Are you real? Show up for me. Please show up. I need you desperately. He's going to meet you at the point of your need. And then it's your job to continually keep giving it to him. Learn more about his character by reading his word. I will be happy to share with you some Bible studies that have been so impactful for me. Some amazing writers, you guys. And they don't come from a position of you have to have all of this biblical knowledge. You just have to have an, have an open, willing, and seeking heart. I pray that this helps you because contentment is a choice. We can refuse discontentment. That will not only protect us, you guys, but it's going to start showing us that there's so much more purpose to whatever it is we're going through. Let me pray and I'll get out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, God, oh, thank you for today. Thank you for this book. Thank you for those people in our lives, Lord God, that I'm able to share things that I read with and, and that come back and say, please do a podcast on that. Or, or you have no idea what that meant for me today. Lord, that's not me. That's you. I praise you, God. Please forgive me in my sins. Please forgive me any time I focus too long on the negative. Please forgive me any time I, I, I stand around and hang around a little too long on what's not going right. And I pray that you will direct me to what is going right, that you have purpose in all this, that you don't use perfect situations. You use underdogs, Lord God. You use messed up situations because that's where your glory shines the brightest. Lord, I lift up our hope and struggle community. Lord, I lift up the first hour of power. Please breathe life into that. Lord, it's gonna be such a great support for so many people. And I just pray that your glory will be seen through it and that it will help your people. Lord, I want to serve and I want to love them. And I pray that this will be a way that we can do so. Thank you for hope and struggle. I'll lift up all of our friends that are in crazy situations like we are. Lift up our friends that are hurting. I lift up, Lord God, our friends that are lost. Please draw them to you. If this is the avenue you want to use, then oh, that would be so cool. But if not, please draw them to something, Lord God, that speaks to their heart and their mind so that they can seek more of you. I ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here this episode. I cannot tell you how much I love to hear from you. I'll, I have like a weird accent now. I don't even know what I'm doing. But I would love to hear from you. Leave me a message on iTunes. Please rate this podcast. I want to hear from you. You can email me at hopeandstruggle at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, but leave me a verbal message. You can do that too. Go into Instagram. Let me hear from you. I really, really want to hear from you. What What's helpful? What would you like to hear? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? And then please be on the lookout 
for the first hour of power. You can find us on Instagram. We will be launching this in September of 2019. I cannot wait to share this with you. Thank you for being here. Let me hear from you.